Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Be Our Guest Podcast. Deuces are wild today because it's episode 2222, and we head to Pennsylvania to speak with listener Kelly about her trip just a few weeks ago down to Walt Disney World. They stayed in a two-bedroom villa at Disney's Old Key West Resort. They've been going to this resort since the 90s, since Kelly was a kid. They bought into DVC very early, right there at Old Key West, even before it was called Old Key West, and have made many memories at this resort over the years. We talk about that. We also talk about how this trip was their first trip in about three or four years. So many things had changed. They've not been back since Toy Story Land or Galaxy's Edge had been added to Disney's Hollywood Studios. So we get her thoughts on that. Great dining reviews, Topolino's Terrace. We discussed that, Polite Pig, Homecoming. And we talk about the use of Genie Plus, things that you need to think about to make sure you get the best value out of this service. Thank you for joining us for today's show. Don't forget, our podcasts are always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. So when it comes time to head to your next Disney destination, we'd love to help you get there. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year here on the show. So when you do that shopping, just please click through BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make our shows possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us over there, we'd love to have you. Come on over, Patreon.com slash be our guest podcast ready to take a trip to the world you found the be our guest walt disney world trip planning podcast this is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage Welcome to episode 2222 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you and happy Dr. King Day. Hopefully you're having a great day. Maybe you're having a day off and you can reflect on what a great country we have and how we can all come together to make our country even better here on this wonderful day. So today... We're going to have a good time as we do. We don't take any days off. We keep on trucking right through the year because the world needs a little bit more trip report in it. We're going to talk about a fun Walt Disney World vacation, and we're talking about one of my favorite Walt Disney World resorts with a great listener of the show. We're headed out Pennsylvania way out in Pam country. Joining us today, we have listener Kelly. Kelly, happy Monday. How's it going? It is good. How are you? doing great so how are things uh out out in uh pam country because you're out near pittsburgh um it's good it's 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 very wet here all the time it rains a lot pam says this time of year this uh she says out in i think it's similar you know i'm I'm in st louis so kind of you know midwest but uh she tells me that you know gray a lot of the time snow off and on you know cold rains and that's why she tends to uh, about 50% of the time between late December and maybe April. She, she spends about half the time in Walt Disney World. Not, not a bad idea if you can. I think that's fair. I wish I could do that. <laughs> I guess that's why you started a travel agency 20 years ago because we're celebrating that's 20 true. years. Yeah, she's just smarter than us. 20 yeah, years maybe ago. I'll talk. Maybe I'll have to talk to her. <laughs> 20 years ago, I was teaching school and working at space camp. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, wasn't, I wasn't future thinking like Pam. 
Pam, Pam had it figured out. So good for her. All right. So today we are going to talk about your recent trip just last month uh, in December uh, down to Walt Disney World. But before we do, uh, let's get a little bit of your background with your Disney fandom and your Disney history. So, uh, you know, what what finds you making it all the way to listening to a Disney podcast and all that stuff. So how'd this all start for you? So my mom was one of the like original DVC buyers she bought in 1992. So I was just a baby. Um, and so my family, we went down to Disney all the time when we were kids um, and always stayed at Old Key West. Um, we've stayed at a bunch of the other resorts as well, but we've kind of, you know, we used to go every year. I've been a lot in my life and now um, we definitely do it on more of a, I would say a three to five year rotation. Um, and we kind of use up all the points at once um, for a really nice vacation um, as we've gotten older. So that is, we've just, you know, it's very nostalgic. It feels good to be there. Um, and we hadn't been since 2018. So almost five years. Wow. See, so that takes, be it, I'm not DVC, but Scott is, and I have a lot of friends who are. I would think it takes a lot of discipline to bank those points for that extravagant trip because, you know, I've, I've seen all the promotional stuff the DVC puts out and it's always like you can bank, you can borrow, you know, I, I would just be spending like constant. That's what Scott does. Like Scott is always like, Mike, I need you to hook me up with a weekend room because I'm out of points. And I'm like, OK, <laughs> let's look at Coronado or let's look at Pop Century. You know, we're, we're looking around, you know, because when he's on his points, he's staying at Old Key West or he's staying at Saratoga or you know, one of the, the nice DVC places, but, but he runs out of points all the time. And a lot of my friends do the same, but again, I guess it's how you, uh, how you use those points and, and spread them out. So, uh, nicely yeah. done. And I, I guess it's worth it once. Cause we're going to talk about this trip. I mean, you know, it, it, you guys had the two bedrooms, so you had a large accommodation, which takes a lot of points, but I guess it's worth it in the end. Yeah, it was, it's nice. It's, it's very comfortable. Let me ask you this too, before we get into the trip. So you have been going, that's, I, I thought it was cool that, you know, you've been, your mom bought into DVC a long time ago and you mentioned Old Key West, which we're going to talk about, which was the original DVC resort back in the day, um, got a new name along the line. What do you remember from those trips as a kid though? Is there anything that, that stood out that is no longer around or something in particular that is, you know, when you were a kid? That was something that was just a highlight for you of Walt Disney World vacations. We definitely, I have a sister. She's only a year older than me. And we always had, we don't do this anymore, but we always had the autograph books Nice. that were coveted. And there were like a few characters that, you know, she was, she was the older sister. I wanted to do everything that she did. And there were a couple characters like Captain Hook in particular, who just scared the pants off her and she, my mom tells this funny story of her just kind of like taking off in the magic kingdom so scared of him and she and my grandmother are like trying to chase her down i love that you know what you mentioned the autograph books because when we started going and Paige, who's now 26 and you know up in chicago now she was she was younger she was you know four five six seven and we always got an autograph book every trip you know and every year disney would make them look different you know, they were kind of the standard blue books, you know, for a while, but then they made like pink ones that were princess themed, you know, through the years they were different. We had a collection of these books from every trip. I, 
I don't know. I mean, let me, let me get your take on this. Do you think the autograph books are, are still, because they, they didn't have them for a while, especially during COVID, because of the, the meet and greets were, were not happening, right? So you wouldn't want to have autograph books. It'd be kind of weird. But do you think that in this era of like selfie, is the selfie now the autograph or what do you think? I haven't even thought about that because the, the autograph book was a central part of our vacation. That's the, a good question. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right. I think people want other people to know immediately <laughs> what they're doing versus the autograph book was just like a thing you get to keep. I'll give you a quick a quick story, though, about that real quick, and then we'll jump into your, your trip. So we're down there for Marathon Weekend, right? And we ran the 5K. Okay, so Scott and I finished the 5K. We're with Elizabeth, his wife, and we go back into Epcot. We're just going to go about our day and have fun. And so we're just walking around Epcot. We have our medals on. So Pluto's the, the character for the 5K medal. We're walking towards Mexico, and Pluto's in that little pavilion there, to the left as you enter World Showcase there, across from that little store, right mm -hmm. across where you get the pink donuts. He's under that, you know, where Duffy used to meet and greet. He's under there, and, and, and Elizabeth's like, oh, you guys both have on your Pluto medal for the 5K. Get your picture with Pluto. So we're like, yeah, okay, we will. So we get in there, and, and long story, we get, our, we get our picture with Pluto, and we think, like, we're winning. All right, all right, we got our picture with Pluto, with our Pluto medal. Run into somebody and some other lizards from the team, like, no kidding. Like two minutes later, after we got our picture, like, yeah, we did the same thing. And here's where they, they one upped us. And yeah, we had them autograph our medals. <laughs> so, oh, so they, no. They flipped it over <laughs> and Pluto signed their medal. I'm like, oh, dude, we didn't even think about that. Like, you Gotta just walk around with a Sharpie. Yeah, I know. It was like the ultimate autograph book right there. Right, yeah. Right on the medal. I was like, well, that thing's worth a thousand dollars on ebay that's a that's a good one that's a good new autograph book <laughs> just thinking for 2024 okay that's, anyway. an, that's an expensive <laughs> autograph book that's what i'm saying yeah <laughs> i'm not messing around with anything past the 10k too many steps okay yeah so let's talk about your trip how did this one come together because you guys went down last month so tell us about the crew that traveled with you and how did you decide when to go and, and how did it all come together I was with my mom, my sister, and um, my sister's husband, so my brother-in-law, and we, my mom doesn't get too much time off of work, so she happened to have this week off. Um, we went in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. We were hoping that it would be a good time in terms of crowds, um, so we could, you know, we could take off work and not have to deal with kind of the Thanksgiving or the Christmas crowds. So how do you guys plan? I mean, what, what, what is the, cause you guys are veteran travelers. So it's not like you have to go in and like, okay, this is what the magic kingdom has, you know, you know, like, you know, the restaurants, you know, the attractions, you know, you know how to get around at Walt Disney World. So you're comfortable with all that. But of course, you know, I think central to any planning of a Disney vacation is like, where do we want to eat? You know, what parks do we want to go to on what day are we going to purchase genie plus any festivals we want to attend any hard ticket events? So how did you coordinate that with everybody to make sure everybody was getting, you know, pre-arrival, everybody was going to get what they were looking for out of this trip? Yeah. So my mom and I, when we were there, we, we had the entire week to do whatever we wanted. My sister and her husband, they worked part of the week. So they were with us in the parks the second half of the week and they knew which couple of parks that they wanted to go to. So I made sure those were booked. I'm, I'm the one who like did all the booking and, and, and that for the group. So made sure that those were in the, the second half of the week. And then in the beginning half, we just did the other two parks. Um, 
and you know it's easy they're they're my family i know i know their likes and dislikes so restaurants were pretty easy um there were a lot we had never tried before i don't think i went to any restaurant that i had been to before actually um but i know i know everyone's taste so um it was that that one was pretty easy um and the family's pretty easy going cool. so that makes it makes it i mean that that sounds like it's yeah. just the best of both worlds everybody's gonna be happy with that's kind of high and when i'm down there i mean i'll be honest like when i travel with scott these race weekends he he i tell him because he has my mde account he's my travel agent for because i do this for everybody else all day long when we go to race weekends, he has my MD account. He makes all the theme park reservations, wherever he makes dining reservations. I'm cool with, I'll eat wherever yep. I'll eat fancy places. I'll eat counter service for the entire weekend. I don't care. Like I'm happy, whatever I'm there. I'm having fun with my friends. It does not matter. And it sounds like your family's kind of the same way. They're laid back. They're just going to have a good time no matter what. Yeah. You know, we agreed at the beginning too. It's nice probably for my mom at this point that we are adults and have our own jobs and, um, you know, she didn't have to pay for our tickets and, and all of that. So we all agreed at the beginning because we, we hadn't been in so long and that like, we had never seen Toy Story Land. We had been there like that long before. And so we knew that like, we wanted to prioritize getting, um, a lot of the rides done and a lot of the new stuff. And so we knew before we went, regardless of the crowds, we were going to do Genie Plus every day. That wasn't, wasn't even a conversation, right? So it was just nice that everyone was kind of on the same page from the beginning. Sounds good. Okay. Let's, let's talk about Oki West. Cause that's where you stayed. You had, like we mentioned earlier, you had the two bedroom. Now for folks that don't know, and I'm just lucky because again, I'm not DVC, but the best, the best thing in the world would be to be DVC. But the second best thing is to have a good friend who is DVC. That. That might be even better. I'm just saying, because Scott is. So one time before the cruise, my family and Scott's family got together and we stayed in a two bedroom at Old Key West. I just paid Scott some cash to kind of, you know, compensate for the points he was using. Mm-hmm. And I mean, to tell you, still to this day, hand to the, you know, hand on the Bible. This is one of the best trips I ever had. And it was, it was so unexpected. It was so different because it was, we were at Walt Disney World, but again, Scott's, you know, he's my, he's my best bud. Right. And, and our families get along real well. My wife gets along great with his wife, Mallory and Emily, his daughter get along fantastically, but we don't see each other that often because he's in Michigan. I'm in St. Louis. And so when we were there, it was weird because all of a sudden we didn't really want to go to the theme parks because we had this giant, this unit was huge. It was, it was so, it was right on the golf course. It had a nice little you know, like sun deck that was screened in and we had a full kitchen. We were making bacon cookies. And I mean, it was just, it was like we were camping or something, you know, like we were at some fancy camp and no longer did we want to go to the magic kingdom or Epcot, which was very bizarre. I don't know if you had that same kind of experience because again, you guys did go to the parks a lot, but it felt because I know they used to call it, they really used to push DVC um, accommodations as home away from home. That's kind of the term they used. They've kind of gotten away from that. But that's exactly how I felt like this was like we were home. We were sharing a house and, you know, why leave? Like we're having the best time just hanging out in the, you know, playing cards, cooking, making cookies and, you know, laughing at people on the green there right outside of our patio. I mean, it was great. But how did you feel about the whole experience? I would say same when we went to the parks, like we were in the parks, but we built in rest days. And other than a couple meals that we had on those rest days, we were just like hanging in the room. Um, You can connect and cast um to the tv in there we were watching disney movies we we're hanging out we were getting off our feet like that's exactly what we do too it's just nice and comfortable 
it, it was so much different than, say, a Pop Century stay. Not not in a bad way, but Pop Century, I've always said this, and where were we the other day, too, that Scott said he felt this at another resort when we were there for Marathon Weekend. Um, I can't remember where we were. But he said, you know, this this place is high energy. Like, this place is, like, it, it's moving. And, and, and Pop Century is. Old Key West is the anti-high energy. <laughs> it is just laid back. It's like it's almost like a retirement community, but like you don't have to be a certain age. You're just allowed to just chill. Like once you go over that little bridge by the 17th Island Green there on your right, like okay, you have to chill. Like everybody in here, if you're not chilling, you're getting you're getting kicked out. Like you gotta you gotta go. Like so. It's, it's very laid oh, back. It's, so, it's nice. It's, yeah. it's a nice feeling. Yeah. It's so great. I mean. Steel drum music playing all the time to stroll on up to, to the gurgling suitcase or, you know, goods to go or grab, you know, if you're lucky, go get Olivia's for breakfast or lunch or dinner. I don't care. All three. Mm -hmm. And uh, life's good. So everybody found, I mean, you guys are old Key West veterans, but you would recommend that maybe especially for families looking to spend some time together, right? Yeah, we really like it. Um, we really like it there. It's it's not somewhere that we feel like we're, you know, settling to stay compared to any of the other DVC resorts, right? They all have their own pros and cons. Um, that one definitely just feels really comfortable and relaxed. Um, plus like we, you know, go play shuffleboard or you can go on the, the bikes that they have, or we, I mean, many times we took the boat to Disney Springs. Um, so there's, there's definitely a lot of pros. I would, I would recommend it. What one real quick thing. And then we'll talk about the theme parks next, but did, did you guys have a car? Cause that no. is, cause you didn't have a car. No, because, we've like never had a car okay. um, down there. Cause I, and I do think that having a car at Old Key West is an advantage just for the fact that, I mean, you could get back in the back of that resort and it's a long way to get to the front. Now you can't take the buses, the internal shuttle will get you around, but a car is kind of nice. Cause you can park right up next to your unit and boom, if you have groceries or your luggage, it, it is kind of nice. not, not, you know, you don't necessarily have to have one, but I think that is a resort where it comes in handy over. Others. That's true. I actually, when I book online, like for DVC, I request it near the hospitality house. Mm -hmm. So we were just within walking distance of, of that main entrance. So we never had that problem. Especially now the parking is back to being complimentary. And I know for DVC it was, but for all of us non-DVC people, woohoo! Finally, we could park our cars without having to pay money or come up with a story. So there we go. But you're right. That is a very, very, very spread out resort. The internal bus takes forever. It is. Yeah, because when we were down there with one of the lizards, I forgot who it was, but they got on it. They were they were at, a, we were having a dinner at, at uh, Olivia's, a bunch of us. And they got on the bus and they ended up going around Low Key West. Like they'd oh never gosh. been there. Like this place is huge. It takes like, like 15 <laughs> minutes just to get through all the bus stops. And it's, I feel like it's, you never know if you're going to be first or last. And, you know, on the way back from the theme parks in the evening, that main entrance is the last stop. Yeah, so you're is. just sitting on the bus waiting. Yeah. You're like, can we look, we're going right. Oh, we just went right. Just past drop me it. off. I know you just, that's the worst too. Cause you just see it. You're like. I'm so tired. Just, just yep. let me, like, you don't even have to pull in there to the hospitality house. Just let me off right here by the golf yep. course. I'm good. Like, no, yep. they can't do that. Okay. So let's talk about your time in the theme park. So I like that you took rest days. That's awesome. Especially because you had a, amount, a good amount of time. Um, highlights from the theme parks. You mentioned you had never been to Toy Story Land. So obviously you'd probably seen stuff online and all that, but this, 
I mean, I always try to say spoiler free, but that's a that's a long time <laughs> to stay spoiler. A long time. Twenty eighteen, <laughs> I think, because I got a magic band. At the, I was at the media event before it opened. I think it was twenty eighteen that summer, late it spring. Was. Yeah. Okay. Good. So yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, you're not staying spoiler free that long. So what did you think of that land when you got there? I mean, you guys big Toy Story fans? Not huge Toy Story fans, and actually, we didn't go on the new rides. Oh, um, you didn't do Slinky Dog. No way. No, we didn't make it. We actually, my sister and her husband had a friend who was with us that day and she wanted to do certain things too. So we kind of, we did Toy Story Mania, which is probably like one of my favorite things in Hollywood Studios. I think it's so fun. Um, but I would say like highlights from the theme. Oh, the Guardians of the Galaxy coaster was awesome. Okay. I think it's awesome too, but I'm just, it, <laughs> I'm too old for that thing. Like I did it the one time at the media event. We could we, we were allowed to go as many times as we wanted in six hours. I said, check, please. After one, because I, I had done it for the show, I could talk about it. But I got off the thing, and, and I think this is a good sign for an attraction, right? I don't know if you felt this way. I felt like, what just happened? <laughs> like, when I got off, I was like, yeah, I love the 80s music, because I got September. I was like, rocking on, Earth, Wind, and Fire. This is awesome. And, like, I remember, like, whew, it's like a cosmic like something blew up like a galaxy or a black hole or something and all of a sudden all i know is i was spinning on like seven different axes and like stuff was happening i didn't know Wild. if i was going through like a helix and then all of a sudden i was just like who i was dizzy and i was off the thing i i, I was like I, I don't even know what happened to me it was awesome but my body can't take this <laughs> that's that's fair i i think where my family is definitely like roller coaster people actually not my sister's husband he he was like you he was like one and done yeah. yeah but the rest of us we got off and it was i i think about these like kind of dark roller coasters as like space mountain is the original rock and roller right. coasters the next iteration and then cosmic rewind is the new one it and i it, it's so cool what they've done with it um i'm at, i'm going back in march um, with my partner because he wasn't able to make it because between that and Galaxy's Edge, I was like, oh, this dude has to see it. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's a great way to think about the evolution kind of uh, of the, the indoor, uh, you know, roller coaster, Space Mountain kind of version A, rock and roller coaster. Let's step it up a little bit faster, you know, mm -hmm. that launch at the beginning instead of, you know, just the lift hill. And then <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, hold my beer. Here we yeah. go. Yeah, <laughs> Space Mountain used to be my favorite. We went on it, and I was like, I don't think my back can handle that one. I'm, saying, like, I'm with you. I love Space was, Mountain. Space Mountain does not love me anymore. <laughs> no, I like I like the smooth rides now. <laughs> it's still, yeah, me trying to get out of Space Mountain is just a joke at this point. Like, yeah, you know, it's like uh, okay, when. You know, when I get on, because I'm still stupid enough that that is one of my favorite attractions because it's classic and I just love it. I've always mm -hmm. loved it. But I mean, when I get on, I almost got to tell the cast member, OK, have uh, the paramedics standing by over the uh, unload version so they can or a crane. Or it's something. rough because <laughs> I can't get out. Of, it's too low. I can't. I'm it's crawling, really low. Yeah. I'm crawling out of there like, you know, I'm crash bobsled or something. Anyway. Yeah. OK, so you guys like that what were some other how you mentioned galaxy's edge so what did you think about that another new land so I mean, cool yeah absolutely. um so cool we did rise of the resistance which i actually did not watch a spoiler for that one so i didn't know what to expect impressive That's that fun. was really cool <laughs> i i i kind of envy the cast members who work there um you know who work for yeah i'm the, not that the, the empire you, the so, bad guys yes so, thank you so you you you, you want to get paid to be mean okay amazing they must like their faces must not hurt at the end of the day from having to smile all day 
Like they must be so happy. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> yeah, Rise of the Resistance was awesome. Galaxy's Edge. I mean, it's it's gorgeous. It's so immersive. I know everyone already knows this, but I didn't. So it was cool. Let me ask you this, though, kind of a general thing, because people have opinions on this and I like to get them because I think we can all learn from each other. You guys did use Genie Plus. So give us the positives, the negatives. What did you feel about the cost versus value? Because you've obviously been a person who's been comfortable with obviously FastPass in the past. So what did yeah. you think of that whole different experience this time around? I would say for value, we thought it was very valuable. Um, I'm not paying for five people to do it, right? We all kind of pay for ourselves. Um, so, so that could be a factor, but I don't think that we would have been able to do half of what we did had we not had it. Um, and it was kind of a learning experience as well. Our first day, our first park day was Magic Kingdom. Um, and I, it, we definitely didn't maximize how we used it and kind of learn throughout the trip, um, what to do, but you know, for, for a family like us who doesn't go frequently and you want to, you know, you want to do certain things. Um, I think it was worth it. Yeah. I think, you know, your use case is, is perfect because you're, you're not, like you said, you're kind of all paying your own way. So you're not buying like, I think where it really adds up is like we're times four times five kind of situation. Cause that's where it gets yeah. very costly for a day. But yeah. also if you're going six times a year, you have more opportunity to do every experience. You know, you might not do it this trip, but if you're going to be back in three months, it's not so critical. But if you're not going to be back for three years, you know, considering what you're paying for the overall vacation package, what's another $25 to ensure that you're going to get to have a great experience, like a rise of resistance, because you don't want to go home and like you spend all this money on a vacation, yet you didn't get to have this awesome experience on rise you know yeah that'd be a shame. yeah we and we actually um so yeah we bought the genie plus but we didn't buy any of the individual mm -hmm. lightning lanes we instead did the early entry entry hours um for every park again we definitely messed up on magic kingdom um so so we didn't go on seven dwarves mine train at all um but we did that for the other parks and we were able to go on um we like rope drop test track Flights of Passage and Rise of the Resistance. So did you have any tips though that you learned like throughout the week with using Genie Plus that maybe you could pass on to the listeners? Because there's still a ton of people who have not used the system yet. And they're always, people are asking me and I just like to ask, you know, guests to come on the show because you just used it. So did you learn anything? Yeah, I would say read articles and watch videos on how it's currently working because my understanding is even from when I went a month ago, it's changed. Like the modification option has changed. Um, so I would say learn how it works now. There are a lot of YouTube videos where, you know, people go through, you know, you can see their screen exactly how to use it. That was very helpful. Good tip. Cause that, you know, it's very dynamic because Disney can push an update to the system and you know, all the rules yeah. slightly change or sometimes they change pretty dramatically. So that's a great tip. And just kind of, I would say go into the app and just look around. Just my tip for the, my Disney experience app as a whole, not just genie plus before your trip, go in and look at all the options, you know, hit that hamburger menu, which is the three lines, 
see what else there is hidden in there. Look at just look around and get familiar with where everything is. You know, yeah. it, it doesn't hurt to just click around and see what's going on before your trip. Yep. Agreed. Okay. So let's talk dining. Cause uh, we're 25 minutes in and we got to talk food. So yep. um, what, if I had to ask you right now, you get to go back to have one of the experiences you had on this trip. Again, you get to go to one of the dining locations. Where are you going? What was the highlight? I actually am doing that. Um, and we're going to homecoming. Nice. I like the yeah, way you we think. Did brunch comfort, there. Fu- comfort food. Never. It a was bad very good. So why did you like it so much? Um, I guess it's fried chicken. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's fried food. <laughs> it's like very good fried chicken. <laughs> If, if people are into it, it the hype is, it's valid. I, I try to describe homecoming to some people here, you know, because I have a ton of people, friends that are not Disney people. And uh, and I do love homecoming. And I try so, to tell them it, it, it's kind of like a fancy Cracker Barrel menu. Like, I mean, Cracker Barrel is a lot of like chicken and dumplings and fried chickens and stuff. like. I mean, it's all comfort food. But, you know, homecoming is like the fancy version of that, you know, and you have chicken and donuts and you know, the, the, the hummingbird cake. And of course you got the moonshine is I tried once and it was like jet fuel. That yeah. stuff was smoking. <laughs> I couldn't take that, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, and it's a, it's a great atmosphere. Like it's a great vibe in there. I've been there a few times and I just love yeah. the way the, uh, the atmosphere is very laid back. Yep. So give us uh, a couple of your other places that you enjoy during your trip. Um, we liked a lot in Disney Springs. So tried Chicken Guy. That was delicious. The Polite Pig. That was really good. Um, barbecue. We're very yes. into like sweets. So we really, my sister went to Salt and Straw every night. Um, <laughs> she was there. And then um, Everglades, the donuts were really good. You're killing like me. Those a lot too. You're killing me. I know. Salt and Straw and the, and the Everglades donuts. Right <laughs> and they're there. right next to each other. <laughs> I know. Because uh, well, when we, Mallory's not doing competitive cheer this year. She focused on high school cheer. But so we're not doing Summit this year, which always takes place in May. First week of May down at Walt Disney World. And we always stayed at a Disney Springs hotel, which I hated other than the fact, other than I could walk right across the street to Disney Springs and I'd always go to either, last year I went to Salt and Straw or Everglazed or, you know, or Ghirardelli or, you know, someplace like, oh, I'm going to miss that trip this year. Mallory should be cheering. Oh, well. <laughs> Let me see. So it, it does say that you guys also went to Topolino's Terrace. What'd you think of that? Oh my gosh. It, I want to stay in that resort so badly. So we actually, <laughs> it's so beautiful. And I've heard all of that and seen the pictures, but you don't know in, until you go there. So we actually did kind of like a DVC room tour as well, um, because I wanted to see what they look like. So we had like a really great host, um, got to see the room. So one day maybe we'll stay there. Um, but Topolino's Terrace was delicious. We had it for dinner. Um, pricey. I actually had their like old bat their version of the old fashioned when I was there. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. Um, Cause I'm, a, I'm, I'm an old fashioned expert at this point. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, you know, <laughs> um, but my, I, that was just me and my mom. Um, and we actually, that it was beautiful weather. It's the beginning of December. It was gorgeous. And we just went, they have a terrace. Um, so we ended up just sitting out there for 20 minutes before our reservation. We didn't even know it existed. Um, and we were just sitting out there and it was, it was so, it was so lovely. I was like, mom, we need to stay here. And with the Skyliner, I was like, oh my gosh. It's it, the Riv is where it's at. <laughs> it's where it's at. It's, it's very expensive. I'm sure from a dollars and a DVC points perspective, but I would love to stay there. 
again. I stayed there one night, and it's just because I crashed with Scott. Because <laughs> he again, he was there. Like, I came in one. I had a hotel reservation for the whole stay, but I it was one of those deals where like, dude, I'll come down a day early. You know, like I don't have a place to stay. He's like, oh, we got a one bedroom. It's cool. You it's can sleep so nice. on. The, you can sleep on the pull down. And uh, yeah. I bet I'll be telling you what the pull down bed was as comfortable as like regular beds at any other resort. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's a great place. So you got, you got a chance to kind of explore the grounds, get to see the, the mosaic, uh, the archway there by the sky, the skyliner. Oh, awesome. Yep. It is. It is really nice. That is a great it's resort. So, and the yeah, funny thing is, really good job. I don't know how you felt about this. Cause you, again, you've been going for a while when they were building that. I thought, Oh, this is going to be the most ugly, like sterile looking hotel I had a problem with Coronado's tower too. When they were building that, I'm like, this is not the Walt Disney world aesthetic. Everything at Walt Disney world is like flat, you know, even pop century, all stars, like three, four stories, max, you know, everything was kind of low profile. And then all of a sudden, you know, I mean, what am I saying though? The contemporary is huge, but I guess it's the contemporary. I don't know. My, Mm -hmm. my logic doesn't make sense. When they started building these tall buildings, like the Riviera and the tower at Coronado, I'm like, no, this is going to ruin everything. But now, five years later, it's it's just, it's supposed to be there. It looks great. Both. It's so, yeah. I, Disney probably doesn't always make the right decisions, <laughs> but sometimes you got to trust them. That's true. That's very true. Let me ask, <laughs> yeah. okay, speaking of that, because I just want to get your opinion on, because we had some news happen last week and I was going to catch your thoughts on this. Um, while you were down there, did you guys spend any time seeing uh, fireworks shows, Fantasmic, any nighttime spectaculars? No, those actually aren't really our things. Um, and we, because we got to the park so early, we are, I, I'm not a teenager anymore. And so we we were in bed pretty early. So we didn't make it until um, the nighttime shows. Do you have a favorite nighttime show at all? I mean, was there one from the past that you used to enjoy? Or do you, do you always bail early? My memory my memory from being a child is that I hated fireworks and my dad, I used to sit on his lap and his huge hands would go over my ears when we would watch them in the magic kingdom. So I don't remember very much. So you're cool with all the changes that were not So you don't really care that happily ever after is replaced in enchantment that harmonious is going away. Are you glad? Tell me at least that you're glad the barges are going out of world showcase again. Come on. They were pretty ugly. Yeah. The, the tacos. <laughs> and I mean, I'm a taco fan. You will know they're huge. You will not find a bigger fan of tacos than this guy right here, but <laughs> get rid of the taco barges, man. Bring I felt like the forward. pictures d- didn't do it justice to understand just how much space they took up. Oh man. Dude. Huge. They're huge. And I mean, yeah. I know some people loved Harmonious and I'm not trying to rain in your parade. It just wasn't my thing. And I mean, yeah, you know, and, and everybody thinks come and go and, you know, Walt Disney World's a dynamic place and they always try new things. But, you know, Epcot Forever's coming back beginning of April and Happily Ever After. I'm excited for Happily Ever After because that show, I didn't like it at first because it took Wishes place and I loved Wishes. I'm very bad with change. Like, <laughs> I don't. When something I like goes away, I'm bitter at the replacement. You know, it's like it's like in sports too. You know, Albert Pujols retired from my Cardinals this year. So did Yadier Molina, our catcher. And I know we're going to have a new you know guy come and take both of their places this year on the Cardinals. I'm trying to not be mean to them. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna appreciate them because it's not their fault that they're replacing these guys. They're just the next person up. You know, so. But yep. happily ever after finally grew on me. That's because Mallory really liked it. So I, I have a connection there. And um, I'm just excited, though, because Disney made some some moves over the past week that has me super excited as a Disney fan. It has me super excited to have this podcast again, to get to 
rather than, you know, when I open up the phone lines on Sunday night for a live call-in show, we're complaining about this, we're complaining about that. We're, you know what? It, it really feels like we were we were heard for, for a change in mm-hmm. that I know it's not a big deal that, you know, we don't have to pay for parking at the hotels, but it's, it you know, for the, the, the trend is moving in the right direction for the first time. And it feels like a long time. Yeah. And I'm excited for that. You know, maybe things will go. What about, I mean, are you excited? You guys are roller coaster fans. Tron, I mean, opening on 4-4. What about yeah, that? You excited for that? We're not going to be there. We're going to be there before then, unfortunately. So we won't see it, but, or we won't get to experience it, but it looks awesome. Um, from what we saw, it, it looks really cool. So as we wrap this up, what, what are your plans for your next trip? What do you got on the horizon? Cause it sounds like you have something uh, booked and ready to go. Yeah. Um, I am, so it's just me and my partner. We're staying at Saratoga. I'm hoping we get like close to Disney Springs so we can just walk really quickly there. Um, and then we're doing just two days at Disney. So we're doing Epcot one day and Hollywood studios the next day. But I, I found out that Disney's having their after hours events re- have returned. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my partner requested that we go to the Magic Kingdom one. So we're doing that one evening as well because he hasn't been to Disney in like 15 years. Oh, man. Yes. Everything so he great. wants to do all of the things. Um, and then we're, we have a couple of days off and we're doing Universal for a couple of days. Nice. Well, that'll be a fun trip. Thrill rides. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You guys have a great time. And yeah. Just one thing you got to do for me, ride E.T. I love E.T. over there. I would love to. <laughs> That's my style right there is yeah. E.T. All right. Well, hey, Kelly, thanks for coming on the show. Wow, it sounds like you had a great trip to be back at Old Key West today. Would make my heart happy. But anything, I'm just glad we get to do the podcast. And I hope to hear about your next trip. And uh, have a great one. Thanks for uh, kicking off the week with us here. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much. All righty. Don't forget our show is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Just swing by the magicforless.com today. Fill out that free, no obligation quote form. And if you mention the Be Our Guest podcast, that quote will come to me, Mike Rallman, and I'll help you plan a great vacation. We'll be working together. It'll be fun, I promise you. So check it out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click helps support everything we do here on the show throughout the entire year. So when you go shopping online, remember us here at the Be Our Guest Podcast. Just click through BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And again, a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You guys make all these shows possible and our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. Kind of reflections on my growing up here in Missouri and, uh, you know, some behind the scenes stuff from the podcast each and every week on Tuesdays. So if you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you coming over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give me a follow on the social media. I'm at be our guest Mike on Instagram and Twitter. Also, please come by the Facebook page. We have a Facebook fan page. We'd love for you to like that. It's just look for the be our guest podcast. We post everything over there. And uh, of course we have an Instagram page for the show as well. Be our guest pod. Give us a, uh, a follow over there as well. And join us this Sunday night, seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock central. As we take your calls, it's the BOGP open line. We have fun talking Disney with you live here on Facebook and YouTube. All right, time to get out of here and let you get on with your week. So for Kelly, I'm Mike wishing you a great Monday. Whatever you do, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.